up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. I studied the Bible so I know it well. Yeah, can't let nobody make myself a cell. Can't even lie, yeah, I still struggle, but I know myself. I fear God, I told him I don't want to go to hell. Pray for the sermon, I'll be asking what's the gift in me. Must be this music, cause the world think I'm so sick with it. I switch my style, some people love it, some trying to get with it. I think what matters most is I'm living out what's God written. I make mistakes, but I embrace them, I'm still human. I escape from that place that made me feel ruined. So every day I still chase what I think I'm losing. And pray to God in the end that I don't look stupid. Why do I feel I'm unable, double-minded, I'm unstable? Want to put all me on the table so God can make me an angel. Was living life like Cain, cause I was jealous of Abel. God told me, look up, child, I just want to save you. I need to hear your voice in life so I I could get through this for you i shoot for the stars every time and i don't miss every time i drop a hit i still don't feel the bliss and deep down i know it's only because i'm still living in sin you transform my pen they laughed at me now i'm laughing with them transform my gifts so now i can't even rap with them i need to use my talents because the devil be distracting them PayPal, goodbye venmo Every app that you have on your phone that is a payment processor, say goodbye and welcome to FedNow. FedNow should be launching in July, July 1st or so, and that's going to be the new payment processor. It's supposed to be able to transfer payments 365, seven days a week, 24-7. Now, it's all fun and nice and dandy or whatever, but here is the problem. This is where things get bad, right? We're also accustomed to quick, fast, and in a hurry. We want it right now. Now, that's what they're promoting, but here's the big issue. FedNow will be the funnel that all money gets cycled through. It will go from your bank to FedNow to wherever you're trying to send the money to. So, for instance, if you're trying to buy something from Instacart or anything you're buying online, Amazon, it's going to go from your bank to FedNow to Amazon, Walmart, wherever it is you're going to. Now... This is a problem. This is a major problem because now the federal government has full access to your bank account. And not just that. In the fine print, it says that the Fed now is programmable. Now, those of you guys that don't understand what programmable means, let me break this down to you. If, for an example, if let's say we are we happen to have a pandemic or whatever it is, And they decide, hey, only essential workers, essential workers are able to go to work. If they know that you're not an essential worker, they can shut down your FedNow card to where, hey, you will not be able to get gas. You will not be able to use that credit card nowhere because you're not supposed to be out. Now, let me give you another example. Let's say 
you want to go and you want to buy ammo and you go over to ammo bros or turners or whatever the case is and you say hey i want to buy a 300 rounds of nine millimeter you go you give them your card and denied you cannot purchase ammo why the federal government doesn't want you to purchase any ammo that's how fed now will work they will have full control and full access to turn on and off your bank account now when this stuff pops up on your phone as an update make sure that you guys do not comply with this do not accept read what you're accepting before you accept it every bank every banking system major banking system will have this starting july 1st now this is not this is more so an introduction of the cbdc why did i divorce my husband i divorced my husband because i was making a certain amount of money i divorced my husband because i thought i didn't need him anymore i divorced my husband because i had this senior position at work and thought i held the same position at home i divorced my husband because i thought i was better than him because i had my degree now i divorced my husband because i thought a successful marriage meant i was here and he was down here that is not success that's fucking sickness i found myself divorced and out there looking for love in all the wrong places fucking this one and that one and that one and that one and this one and that one and my body count going up and my value going down i'm just gonna call it like a ti is all the while my husband done found somebody else building a a relationship and building a life with them I should have stayed married to my husband. I felt like I was on this dark road with no street lights, pitch dark, and I couldn't find my way and didn't know which way to go. I felt lost. I felt like I was walking barefoot on that dark road with pebbles and hot rocks sticking my foot. I felt hurt. Uh, I felt alone because every time he and that one and this one and that one left my bed, I was alone all by myself. And which was supposed to be soft and comfortable, comfortable for me, my pillow, it was now filled with tears. I should not have left my husband. America has pissed off the rest of the world. We've been the bully with this thing. We're now a credit-based economy. In other words, we print fake money and we spread it throughout the world. But the rest of the world is actually producing the food, the gold, the silver, the machinery, and all this. So finally, the rest of the world said, enough's enough. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. That was the original BRICS. And now they're gaining force. It's not just Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. You have uh, well over a dozen countries that have already applied such as Algeria and Argentina and Iran, the United Arab Emirates, Nicaragua, Turkey, Indonesia, Senegal, Nigeria, Afghanistan, Egypt, Kazakhstan, and the biggest one of all, Saudi Arabia, uh, has formally applied to the BRICS nations. Kazakhstan, Indonesia, Thailand, all of these countries and their neighbors that are, are growing together are forming a massive, massive, very imposing, not only from a GDP, but you put all these countries together and their military might is very, very strong as well. And those are the BRICS plus. Now they're talking about adding more countries, including Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, Bolivia, Chile, Cuba, Ecuador, Peru, Uruguay, Venezuela, Azerbaijan, Mongolia, 
Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, and Vietnam, the list goes on and on. So the rest of the world is saying, enough of you sending us your toilet paper. We, That's exactly you, right. You take our uh, materials, you take our production, you take this, and you send us this trash here. Biggest fear that the World Economic Forum has is that there are going to be people that will not comply. Their biggest fear is your fight for freedom. Their biggest fear is that you will make individual decisions for yourself and you will not follow their orders. So this digital stuff is absolutely key because without it, they can't enforce anything. Without it, they can't mandate that you do something. Without it, they can't control your life. So I don't care if you're talking about carbon emissions and what's safe and effective as far as they are concerned. I don't care if they're talking about an experimental injection, a series of injections, whatever they may be, and what's safe and effective as far as they're concerned. This is not about those individual things. This is about the desire to control you from the outside in. And if they have a digital process whereby they can restrict your movement, your behavior, and your decisions with the click of a button, you are done. You're done. Nobody is coming to save you. Get up. Be your own hero. Don't blame the distractions. Improve your focus. Don't overshare. Privacy is power. Tough times never last, but tough people do. silence only speak when it's time to say checkmate if you say who made most of the wars of recent years first nato bombed serbia in 1999 un no way the invasion of iraq under complete lies not misunderstanding but lies the CIA operation to overthrow Assad in, in 2009, and the NATO, NATO mission to overthrow Gaddafi, and then we say, how can anyone launch a war? Well, four of the last five came from the United States side, and NATO enlargement did as well. We need some balance and prudence, that's my point. If you say who made most of the wars of recent years, first NATO bombed Serbia in 1999, UN no way. The United States is a frontier society. By and large, there were and are no class barriers. Everybody celebrated getting rich. Hence the unknown case, until they were discovered. Everybody wanted to be rich and tried to be, as a great urge to start new enterprises and create wealth. The US has been the most dynamic society in innovating in starting up companies to commercialize new discoveries or inventions, thus creating new wealth. American society is always on the move and changing. They have led the world in patents, striving to produce something new or do something better, faster, cheaper, increasing productivity. Having created a product that sold well in America, they then marketed worldwide. Says the initial allegations presented to the global community have been validated with undeniable proof. 
During the course of the special military operation, the Defense Ministry has analyzed more than 2,000 documents confirming the implementation of military biological projects in Ukraine and identified officials who participated in organizing military biological research in the United States and Ukraine. Defense Force. Mr. Liu, China is no solution to Africa. China is one of the worst things that Africa will experience in the years ahead. I'm going to give you at least four facts. First and foremost, China has an overgrown population that they do not have where to accommodate that population. Africa has virgin land. Africa has arable land for agriculture as well as space to accommodate people. China is envisaging Africa as a place that they will be able to accommodate their overflowing population since Chinese can easily live in Africa comfortably. And that is China's projection. That's why you see their own approach to Africa is not colonialism. Colonialism actually is coming to Africa to sign treaties, negotiate and put leaders in question, set up systems, then go back to their country while they control from there. China is not doing colonialism. China is doing buying over. Buying over is an advanced dimension of colonialism, which the colonialist does not live in his origin, place of origin to rule overseas. He comes to dwell where he wants to control. The Europeans did not come to stay in Africa. They came here, set up structures like La Francophonie, Commonwealth, AU, and other structures, put them in place, and then put people leaders, while from Europe and America, their treaties and their, 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 their agreements are controlling Africa. China is not doing that. As a matter of fact, China trades as a nation. China does not trade as individuals. The man who is selling shoe at Dutch, the Indwala, is selling under the Chinese government. He's not selling as an individual. But the French man that is selling somewhere around Tico Douala is selling his business. Now, China does not go into the market, number one, to sell products. China go to buy, win the market. Win the market means they will gain five francs for each product and attract everybody towards their direction. Something happened with Jack Ma recently. Jack Ma was sued in China and he paid some of $10 million because Jack Ma violated an international law that made him almost a sole trader in almost every app in China. He created more apps and put his product in all the apps. So if you leave TikTok and you are going to Changchun, you will still meet Jack Ma. You leave Changchun, you are going to Ziting, you will meet Jack Ma. So Chinese government caught that. But that's the same thing China is doing. China is putting itself in different apps that is the same product with different names. So China is in Africa not just to colonize. China is in Africa to buy over Africa. That's the first thing. Number two, Chinese in Africa, number two, are buying lands. Europeans do not buy lands. If you come to Cameroon, you will not see former French buildings. You will see former German buildings. And even the companies from France that are operating here, they operate on rented structures. Some, so because the some, French some man out is not interested to stay here, he's interested to extract and suck the community, then goes away. The Frenchman does not build infrastructure. The Frenchman comes to suck your resources and go away. China is not coming in that capacity. China is coming to create a space where you will discover that there can be a Chinese village in Africa. China has 20 police stations in South Africa. To do what? To protect Chinese business. China has four generals in the Zambian army to protect what? The Chinese business. The mayor of Lusaka 
was one sanctioned by Edgar Lungu, who was the former president of Zambia, because a Chinese guy, a, a Zambian guy, entered into a Chinese restaurant with a Chinese lady to eat, and then the Chinese man chased the Zambian guy out of the, the, the restaurant. When the mayor of Lusaka spoke against the Chinese man, the president sanctioned and asked the mayor to apologize to a Chinese man in Zambia. That tells you the infiltration of China in Africa is not just coming as a colonialist, China is coming as a settler. So we cannot trust China. We can't. The next thing that China does is that China is not dealing with raw materials as Europeans do. China goes to the extent of doing the mega job that the common man in Africa does. That is to say, depriving even him that fries puff puff. He that cultivates tomato. He that cultivates pineapple. And even him that also does fishing around the shores of Cameroon. China is depriving them. The next thing that China is doing, China is coming with genetically programmed seeds. I want to naked China here. I'm sure they are watching it. They are coming with genetically programmed seeds to put inside the kind of crops we grow here. Our plantains are no longer our plantains. Pineapple that come from Hawaii, the skin is bright. You open it, it is white inside. It's not white. It's genetically programmed seeds. When you eat those seeds, you start reacting, behaving, and acting like the way those seeds want you to be programmed, which is very dangerous. Now, China's approach to Africa also is to establish Chinese dominion by incurring debts. China is an advanced colonial because why? China is coming with a debt strategy. Once you are indebted to somebody, you are a slave to that person. China sold the port of Djibouti and established a military base there. Chinese come to sign contracts in Africa in Mandarin, not English. So most of the contract channels in Africa, our authorities don't read them because most of them don't understand Mandarin. How do you explain that China want to construct a spore in Dar es Salaam and they will run the port for 99 years before handing it to the Tanzanian government? Now this person who was the president, Jakai Arisha Kikwete, read those things and then signed it. Unfortunately, the thing was not complete before Magufuli came to power. Magufuli had to call somebody who understood Mandarin to read it. When he read it, he said, only fools can sign such contracts. He annulled the contract. How can a Cameroonian who understands English and French fly to China to sign a contract in Mandarin? It, it tells you the kind of way we reason. Okay. I'm asking in the 21st century, Mr. Liu, mm -hmm. if our authorities who are learned can still be acting this way, there's mm -hmm. something wrong. Yeah, but um, Apostle Ambe seems to be too hard on uh, China. Um, Mambo, don't you think that China may have also helped Africa uh, better than what we experienced with uh, the West? <laughs> Mr. Liu, the West, just like China, has never and will never help Africa. Show to this commission that you, General Sabo, in fact, in conjunction with others, killed General Abacha. <laughs> Do we take it that we should not need to go further? You would accept that, that you killed Abiola. That is preposterous. Somebody has said that Abacha was my engine or my base or my power base. Do you now kill your power base? Yes. Do you know Thomas Sankara? Yes. You know Lored Kabila? Yes. You know what happened to Lored Kabila? Yes. Now, please. Now, produce the evidence. Go ahead. Yes, of course, we'll get to that. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs>
you admitted before this commission that you made a handwritten document titled the documents are here let them extract the relevant parts that are still valid and go ahead yes in that particular document you did allege that General Bamai has an assassination squad. Yes. In that same document, you also alleged that when Kudirat Abiola was shot, General Bamai was hard to have said the boys were good. In that same document, you said so. Correct. You also alleged in that same document that Alex Ibru was attacked by General Bamai. Correct. In that same document as well, you did allege that Abiola was to be killed on the 8th of June because General Bamai wanted to take over power. Correct. Now, when did you make these allegations? When did you write them? I wrote this allegation when all entreaties to see General Abubakar to brief him on what happened failed. Including the case of Kudirat? Of course, they are interlinked. Thank you very much. But at the time you made this document, as a Muslim, which right. means one with the fear of God. Exactly. You knew that General Bamai had no hand whatsoever to either the killing, the attempt on Alex Ibru. The assassination squad in Lagos and Abuja are bloodthirsty. They comprise Captain Najaja, Captain Bature, Abubakar Takuma. Isa Aliyu Waji, Idris Umaru, Banjo, and a host of others. Yes. Who are this host of others? Because you see, in your testimony in Dia's petition, you did mention, gave an example about killing a snake, trying to kill a snake, but maybe you just wounded it, it will heal, research, and then it will begin to cause The host of really others are Sergeant Labo Mekaita. He is the same sergeant that I told this commission who went and attacked the Malam, who wanted to, who refused to tow the line of Bamei. The one I say he caught his, uh, the Malam caught his side of the face with bottle. And that same uh, sergeant, uh, Lobo Mekaita, went and told all that soldiers that he fell on a motorcycle, he had an accident, but on examination they found that the motorcycle was not uh, dented. Yes. Another one is Lance Corporal Minor, his marksman. Then there is Lance Corporal Mahmoud. Then there is Lance Corporal Abubakar. Then there is Sergeant, uh, Sergeant Babi. He's from Zuru, he's the bodyguard commander. Those are the hosts of others. But you also know that what the names you have just read to this commission. You are only lying about them. I'm not lying. They are living people. They are living people. They work with him. Many people know them. 
So it is left for you now to confirm that they are fictitious or pseudonyms. Who we'll do that by the grace of God. Now, in 1997, where were you? As to how? I mean, Nigeria. Yes. Were you the DMI? 1997, correct? Yes. Do you know who the service chiefs were? Of course. Who were they? Major General Ishai Bame, Chief of Army Staff. Yes. Admiral Mike Ahibe, Navy. Yes. Uh, ABM Edwok, Sikat. Yes. Air Force. Yes. Now, did you at any time in 1997 got to know that the service chiefs went and met General Abacha? I was someone. Uh, it's a personal record. I was summoned today by head of state, commander-in-chief, to see him at the villa by 5 p.m. I did. On getting to the villa, I met the DGFIIB, who I later learned was invited by the chief of, um, by the head of state, commander-in-chief, too. We met the head of state, CNC, together, and the head of state, CNC, said that the service chiefs confronted him, expressing their concern about the series of assassination attacks on prominent Nigerian citizens and series of bomb explosions in important and strategic places around the country. The head of state commander-in-chief is not happy about it, and so are the service chiefs. The head of state commander-in-chief tells us the DMI and the DGFIIB to fish out these mischief makers, saying we should put the best men the two agencies have as service chiefs, as the service chiefs has expressed their concern. The head of state commander-in-chief said, and I quote, the service chief said that the situation is worrisome. It is our duty to protect the citizens and integrity of this nation. And if we can't do that, then we are not fit to govern this country, and I agree with them. This is supposed to, this is purported to have been said it is from me. I am purported. Yeah. Proportion. General Sabo, you did lie to this commission that the only person you fear is God. Yesterday, today, know, and tomorrow, I know one person is that God. you fear. Yes. I know one person that you fear. Tell me the person that the I fear. The person is the former National Security Advisor, Guarzo. I'm not afraid of him. He's a yes. human being. I Lord, said it here. And because of your survival instinct, when you wrote a report on this particular issue, you told General Abacha that those who were involved in the bombings were Nadeko and Amrobas were the ones responsible for assassination. Because you didn't want to tell Abacha that Gorzo was responsible, knowing fully well that, according to you, Gorzo wouldn't let you spend the next two weeks alive. This is a concoction of your own imagination. My Lord, I seek to tender another discat in evidence. Go on. Discat is your hallmark. My Lord, I want the, uh, the, the previous discat here under because I want to make a comment on them. My Lord, you don't dictate the way I do my presentation. I'm not asking so you. So far, you have done very well as a witness. And I want you to please 
do so within the code of conduct already known by witnesses in this commission. Your handwriting is on the diskette. Code of conduct already known by witnesses in this commission. Your handwriting is on the diskette. The one you collected and found the handwriting expert to copy. <laughs> you copied my writing here. Well, I well, 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 I know you will say I did that. See, fam, you got to realize there's a whole bunch of mess over there in Africa too because you got messy people up here making a mess that's why this situation is going to the left and to the right you know what I'm saying and you know you got the Bible says thou shalt not kill and everybody damn near who, who got the colors hue are kinfolk and you allow colonialism and white supremacy and KKK to depart your kinship that's what y'all did. And then y'all got a nerve to allow China to come over here and try to overthrow Africa. See how they got y'all in the disarray? I thought we was messed up. Y'all messed up even worse. Now, y'all in the country, right, is y'all now the Chinese coming over there disrespecting y'all in y'all own land. Got military and all this other stuff. And the police, you see how they doing the sovereign citizens and having their own police and all that? That shouldn't have been allowed. And then they got y'all cut off from being a nation. Y'all individualities instead of a straight nation. One current nation. I don't know, man. The more information I get, the more... The more I see and the shamer it get. The shamer it get, man. Because, you know, y'all, y'all already know the same thing that these colonialism, white supremacy came over there and the and departed Africa and took every European nation took and now y'all trying to get the white man out of there then you got the Chinese man over there trying to take up all your land our, our, our land but they gonna have to get it up because those lands that most of y'all in is all already occupied you're not you might be a tenant there right now but that's not your land that was most of y'all don't real, realize. They coming over here and 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 grabbing all the land, living it good, and you got people over there starving at home. Told you, man. You better get up on this, bro. You better get up on this brotherly love, man. And start and get all them clowns that's in office, y'all. And, and, and do what they need to be done. If they don't want to do right, you got to kick them out. And if they, it, it, you got to do what you got to do to make things right. Some things come with hard sacrifices. Y'all got to realize that, fam. 
Instead of allowing these people to dictate your life, dictate the mindset, and to dictate the way you roll. And they rolling differently, evil, and disrespectfully. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth. Try to act offended. Shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work. Specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even want to teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this. What's the piece to mark? Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. of the Most High. There's no world government that can save you. It is time for you to save yourselves by calling on the Most High, the creator of all creation. Do not use English names or Greek names to call on him. Use only Bantu names. Sonini Nanini is the name above all names. We know you're getting suspicious. Things are not what they seem. Your enemy is not what they see. So Nini Nanini is king. There are threats on the horizon. And again, there are even more threats that address or targeting the children. Just this week, yesterday, Friday, 
the extreme Republican majority in the House passed a bill that would force schools to out children to their families. And for kids in less accepting households, that could put their safety and well-being at risk. But that was passed by the House of Representatives. How could it be? It won't become law. The president will never sign. It won't pass the Senate. But nonetheless, they all voted for it. Sadly, this push at the federal level comes as the state legislatures have considered over 300 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in the last year, with trans children increasingly under threat. In Texas, it is considered child abuse for parents to get their children the gender-affirming health care that they need. That's a crime. They can be prosecuted, and so could those who provide that health care. In our family, we are so proud of my niece, Skylar, who transitioned with pride, dignity, and courage. She has always told me that she and others are so encouraged to hear public figures speak with respect for the trans community. We're told that the path to expanding respect for our trans families and friends is to show our love for our trans kids and family members and the rest. So that we declare to our children, we see you, we stand with you, we love you, and we will never rest until you enjoy the love and safety you deserve. That is our message to our trans kids. From the book of Obadiah. According to the Bible, Jacob and Esau represents two different creations. Jacob represents the nation of the Lord God, Israel, whereas Esau represents the nations of the other gods, Edom, the vision of Obadiah. This is what the Lord says about Edom. When that time comes, I'll get every country to go to war against you, and then I'll take away everything you love. You think your cities nestled high can save you. Though you soar like the eagle and make your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declared the Lord. For I live above you. You think your wealth can sustain you. These still until they get what they want. I will still until you have nothing left. You think your reputation can spare you. You say, we have allies, we can call for help. Don't you see your allies are my spies? You say we have intelligent minds who can figure this out, and fierce warriors who can stare death in the face. Don't you get it? Your smartest men will die before you can hatch a plan, and your champions will melt in fear before me, all because you messed with my son, your brother, Jacob. When the Philistines attacked, you just stood there watching. When the Arabians raided the city, you joined the heist. The time will come when you will be faced with the same decision. Don't do it again, but you just can't help yourself. You will trigger the day of the Lord, and on that day I will judge you and every nation with you until every wrong is made right. But I will allow Israel to escape my raft, because I will make them holy. They will get their revenge on you for all the times that you wronged them, and there will be no survivors among you. Then they will finally live up to their potential they will settle in all the lands I promised them. Every square inch will be theirs. And when all is said and done, the kingdom shall be the Lord's.
This is the only continent that has welcomed all civilizations. We started with the Arabs. They abused us. Then came the Portuguese. We welcomed them. They abused us. Then the Dutch came. We welcomed them. They abused us. Then the Italians came. We welcomed them. They abused us. Then the Germans came. We welcomed them. They abused us. Then the French came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Then the English came, we welcomed them and they abused us. Then the Indians came, we welcomed them and they abused us. Then the Lebanese came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Now the Chinese are coming, we are welcoming them and they are abusing us. We must stop this. And we can only stop this through self-realization. When the people in Palestine are losing their lives, being raped and murdered, there's no cry from anybody, no passion. When the same thing happens in Syria, we hear nothing. When the same thing happens in Libya, we hear nothing. When the same thing happens in Iraq, we hear nothing. When the Ukrainians are violating the rights of other Ukrainians, particularly in the Donbass region, there's nobody crying for those people. What is the reason for that? What about India? Why is there nobody in this country raising the concerns of the Indian minorities of the Christians and the Muslims whose rights are being violated by the Indian government? Nobody in this country is saying anything about it. Now, NATO went on and bombed many of the Russian allies. Russia could do absolutely nothing about it and stayed out of it. What did Russia say? demilitarization stay away from my russian borders if you notice what has been happening since 1990 they are coming closer and closer and closer to the russian border until they will make russia so weak that russia will have no other option but to give in to them that is what it is all about but who is the root cause of this whole problem it is clearly the West and the United States of America that is the root cause of all the mayhem and chaos and destruction all over the world. Let's talk about the biological laboratory which is funded by the Pentagon in Ukraine. Where is it coming from? Why are they getting involved in those? Let's talk, let's talk about the number of people that were massacred by the Ukrainians who have been detained without uh, trial. Nobody has said anything about that as well. Okay. Let's talk about the shelling of the hospitals and the schools and the massacre and the mass grave that were found in Ukraine. Nobody says anything about that. Now, what is Russia asking for? Russia is saying, stay away from my borders and stay away from me. All you have been doing. And remember, Ukraine is being used as a fool by the United States and the West and they're falling into the trap like many other countries have fallen in the trap previously and that's what it is all about. Because if you overstep perhaps your monthly carbon footprint right. or if you say something that the government doesn't like, you engage in wrong think, they'll be able to turn off your access to your own money. So you will not be able to buy or sell anything. You will not be able to buy or sell anything.
This this is what I mean about how you, dangerous you're it is. shut out of the economy. You are, if you're you a are shut out of the economy, and of course it's all subjective, and it will right. be all be in the hands of these Marxists, right? And so you and I won't be able to buy anything. This is why it's so dangerous because this spells the end of your economic freedom. Yeah. And I'm not sure the American people are really paying close attention to it. I'm glad Senator Cruz and some others, uh, Governor DeSantis, they're paying attention to it. But this is moving very fast down the track. This was posted six days ago, okay? Now, I know a lot of times us Christians will talk about this stuff and people will be saying, man, y'all been talking about this for years, but the reality is this. This is happening a lot sooner than what we think. This is like this Fed now thing that they're talking about, this digitalized currency. So just because you don't think about it and just because you try not to think about it does not mean that it's not coming so this is this is something that's coming and i want i want you to this lady says that you will be shut out of the economy if you are a wrong thinker Right. Or if you say something that the government doesn't like, you engage in wrong think, they'll be able to turn off your access to your own money. So you will not be able to buy or sell anything. This this is what I mean about how dangerous you're it is. You're shut out of the economy. You are, if you're you are shut out of the economy. And of course, it's all subjective. So now you got to start asking yourself a wrong thinker to who? Right. And then you're going to realize you're going to be a wrong thinker to the same people that's trying to implement Satanism in schools, the same people that's trying to ban Bibles, the same people that's doing all of these laws to stop you from talking about the Bible because the Bible contradicts everything that they're trying to do in the world. Thank you for taking the time to listen to myself and my colleagues today speaking to you from the heart about what we've observed and what we're recommending as the Global COVID Summit team of over 17,000 physicians and scientists from all over the world. We declare and the data confirm that the COVID-19 experimental genetic therapy injections must end. We must acknowledge that the genetic COVID-19 genetic injections cause far more harm than good and provide zero benefit relative to risk for the young and healthy. They do not reduce COVID-19 infection, which is treatable and not terminal. Furthermore, the most recent data demonstrates that you are more likely to become infected or have disease or even death if you've been vaccinated compared to the unvaccinated people. This is shocking to hear, but it is what the data are showing us. The data now show that these experimental gene therapy treatments can damage your children as well as yourself. They can damage your heart, your brain, your reproductive tissue, and your lungs. This can include permanent damage and disablement of your immune system. We strongly recommend that these products now and in the future be regulated as the gene therapy products that they are and require public involvement of the FDA's gene therapy scientists and committees in reviewing and approving these drugs. We believe that it's necessary to reestablish the five-year minimum FDA testing period and to cease the emergency use authorization and require full FDA licensure of all novel medical products used for COVID-19.
We also strongly recommend that there be investigations of the actual causes of death and damage to millions who have been subjected to these mandatory mRNA and adenoviral vector gene therapy injections. I'm Rodney Jackson. This is Tamisi Jackson, my wife. Uh, we just want to notify the world of our story and, and what's going on uh, with the kidnapping of our daughter, Mila Jackson. chose to deliver my baby with Dr. Cheryl via a home birth um, as I wanted to be able to tell my birth story and have my birth story the way that I wanted it to be. I wanted to be at home and in comfort with my husband. Um, and so I was able to do that on March 21st. I delivered my baby girl, Mila Jackson, at 528 in the morning. Um, at home with my husband and my midwife. It was a beautiful birth. She was perfect, six pounds, nine ounces. Um, three days later, we decided to take her to a pediatrician just for a newborn checkup. Um, within that visit, we were told everything is good. She looks great. The only thing is she have jaundice. Jaundice is a very common thing. Many of our family friends and families, children have had jaundice. Um, so we left that visit thinking everything was fine. A couple hours later, the pediatrician called my phone and wanted us to direct admit Mila into the hospital. We told him that we would get with our midwife as she's our care provider and figure out exactly what we wanted to do. Um, shortly after that, he texted my phone and gave me three options for taking care of Mila. We told him thank you and let him know that we would start those care options. Um, later that night around 11.30, he texted my phone and said that we are going against what he feel like we should do for our child. And if we do not admit her into the hospital immediately for jaundice, that he was gonna call CPS. Um, at 4 a.m., we're asleep. I'm asleep with the baby. My husband is asleep. Um, police officers are banging at our door with CPS. We let them know they have no jurisdiction um, and they needed to leave, which they did in that moment. An hour later, they came back with more officers, more CPS workers, a fire truck and an ambulance, um, demanding that we hand over Mila, saying that she is now in the care of CPS. We again told them to leave, which eventually they did. Um, the very next day, our midwife reached out to the pediatrician, just letting him know that um, pretty much he has traumatized us. We were traumatized. We were woken up by police banging at our door at 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. And so after she gave him all the credentials that he was requesting from her, he pretty much said he was going to leave our care in our midwife's hands. And so we lived life. We went to soccer. We did everything that you do on a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, and then that Tuesday, my husband was walking our dog and Constable is banging at the door. I'm inside with Mila. I call my husband and I let him know there's police outside. He immediately turns around and comes back um, to the house. He's met by six 
constables pretty much demanding that he let them into our home and they had a writ. And so my husband said he will not be allowing them to go into the home, but if they have a writ, they can do whatever it is that they need to do. He made sure not to block our front door or anything like that. Um, the constables chose to arrest my husband so that they could take his key and use his key to unlawfully enter my home and come and take my baby from me. From that point, since then, we've, the way we're appearing now, we've been foot on the ground, reaching out to any But anymore. I need to say, but, I need to oh, I'm sorry. When they came in and took her from me, I requested that I needed to see the paperwork. And so they insisted, no, give her first, give her first. And so they took her from my arms and they gave me paperwork. When they left, I looked at the paperwork and the paperwork had another mother's name on it. It was DCCPS versus another mother, which I won't say her name, but it was not my name. And so instantly I felt like they had stolen my baby as I had had a home birth and they are trying to say that my baby belonged to this other woman. There was no contact information for me. I did not know where to turn. They had taken my husband from me and then took my daughter from me and I was left by myself. And so I immediately went to the police station and said that my daughter was stolen and I needed help. Um, the officer found a CPS caseworker's name and number and gave that to me. And from that moment, I was yelling that this is not me. This person who's on this affidavit is not me. Y'all took the wrong baby. Y'all should not have taken my baby. And from there, we have been fighting every day. We've, we went to state representative office, calling who we can call, trying to get in touch with press, just trying to make as much noise as possible to, to get our daughter back. Um, we've... We have been ignored by CPS. We've sent them, we've been up there almost every day trying to drop off breast milk and yeah, there's no no help on their end at all. Uh, we've been treated like criminals um, and that's far from the truth. I'm, uh, I'm a, a very big member in the community. I coach kids. Um, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a nightmare that I wouldn't wish on anyone. Jackson, Mississippi. Well, it looks like some racist secessionists are ready to start an all-new, bold new city. A new city was sold right here in Jackson, Mississippi. They're going to call it the Republic of New Jackson. And with the Republic of New Jackson, it's only for African Americans now, Afro-descendant people. You're going to get $100,000 in your reparations checking account. You're not going to pay rent. You're not going to pay for electricity. You're not going to pay for water. Everything's going to be free. Nobody's going to kill each other anymore. It's going to be the bold new utopia of Jackson, Mississippi. Now, I was told that being an insurrectionist, a secessionist, was racist. Isn't that what the whole Civil War was thought about? Uh, the South wanted to secede from America. That's what they want to do with Jackson. They want to secede from America and from the state of Mississippi. Uh, you can go to their website, check it out yourself, jacksongov.us. Salute everyone, I'm Ramzu Yunus, Human Rights Policy Officer Ramzu Yunus. As you can see, white people in Mississippi are extremely 
upset. They've been hitting out a website by the tens of thousands, posting on social media, making streams, writing blogs, because black people in Mississippi are asserting our right of self-determination. The right of self-determination means that the people have a right to stand up and say, look, we want to govern ourselves. In 1992, the United States government ratified what's called the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. The number one thing that it says is all peoples have a right of self-determination. By virtue of that right, they freely determine their political status and freely pursue their economic, social, and cultural development. Meaning that black people, we have a right to stand up and say, look, our political status is independent. We don't want to be part of this federal, state government, local government anymore. We want to, matter of fact, take our local government over and run it independently. We have a right to do that. That's called the right of self-determination. And white folks are upset that we are exercising that right. We're not exercising that right to rise up and be on the offensive or go to war with them. We're just standing up for our own benefit, to protect ourselves from the racism that has harmed us continuously since slavery and even after emancipation. Let me read something that the U.S. House of Representatives, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, they had a hearing on self-determination in 2016. Let me read you a few words from the chairman of that hearing, Dana Tyrone out of California, Congressman out of California. These are his words in this hearing. He said, that is why we have to control, excuse me, but I will say that if we permit people into our country and permit them here legally, they have rights just like we do. That is why we have to control our borders. And if the majority of people in San Diego end up being people who would prefer that they live in Mexico, I'm sorry. They have a right to vote on it. And it's adios, San Diego. That's how simple it is. That's how simple it is to assert the right of self-determination. Wherever black people live, we're talking about Jackson, Mississippi. We can hold our own vote asking the people if we want to be independent and govern ourselves free from federal control, free from state legislative control. And if we say yes, it's adios to the racist federal government. It's adios to the racist state government. It's as simple as that. Will we make that choice, Jackson? It's up to us. is going to be a city which protects human rights. And so we've made the decision that we're going to be the most radical city on the planet. With 
the zombie apocalypse. Foreign policy reports the unclassified document explains how to respond to many kinds of walking dead, including chicken zombies. The Pentagon says the plan is an in-house training tool to teach students how to deal with widespread national emergency. So the CDC made a poster that said, get a kit, make a plan, be prepared. And they have the creepy, grave-looking fingers staring out of the window. So I'm going to explain to you a little later on in the video as to why they used that particular image of grave looking fingers staring out of a window. So the CDC puts out this zombie apocalypse preparedness kit in the year 2011, and they also have numbered it 6023. And in the world of numerology, which is what these Satanists participate in, 6023 equals 11, six plus two plus three in the year 2011. The reason they put it out in the year 2011 and they typed it as 6023 is because in numerology, 11 represents spirituality. It's the highest level. These elites, these politicians, our government is telling you to prepare for this day. They are literally telling you to spiritually and physically for a zombie apocalypse. This is not to be confused with the alleged power grid attack that the United States is going to suffer. This is something totally different. And I've seen a lot of people combine the two with dreams and things that they've seen. There's so much misinformation on the internet, but I'm here to tell you, this is something completely different. One of those events is man-made. The three days of darkness is not man-made. It is totally induced by God. I compare this prophecy to the Bible. So let's get started. So the three days of darkness prophecy starts with the sky is going to turn into a weird color. It's almost like a sign to tell God's people that they should get inside. And so I've also heard that your guardian angel will automatically transport you into your home or into a safe place. Um, so the two beginnings vary. However, we do know that you have to, once you're in your, in your home, do not look out the windows and do not open your doors because you will see demons in their truest form and you will die of fright instantly. So the prophecy says, do not look out of your window. This is why the CDC has someone staring out of the window. Also, uh, God's chosen people who will be in their homes, God tells us to get a blessed candle. Blessed candle. That candle will burn for three days. 
also your soul will also give light those that are in a state of grace your soul will give light and those that are not in a state of grace but believes in God whatever demons that you have not surrendered will torment you this is what the prophecy says also when the demons come to your door they will pretend they will try to trick you and they will sound like one of your relatives your grandmother your mom your dad your child to entice you to open up the door and then you will instantly die on the spot so this is the zombie apocalypse that they are so excited about. They cannot wait until they have that day when they can come in their truest form. Those that are cloned or human synthetics and we've seen them glitching and their eyes turn into reptilian they will take on the truest demonic form and they will have people that will see them and will die in fright so let and, and also i wanted to say that this is has nothing to do with the rapture and no king, queen, president, prime minister, senators, no one will be exempt. The entire globe will experience this. And now I want to compare this prophecy with the Bible. So it starts in the book of Revelations, chapter 6. Now the first 11 verses a lot happens. So I don't want anybody to think that the 3 days of darkness is going to happen this year. It's going to happen next year. I see all sorts of things on the internet. It's not true. It's how do I know it's not true? Verses 1 through 11 has to happen first. The antichrist, plagues, sickness, death, famine war and Christians will be martyred verses 12 through 17 leads into the people who are part of the tribulation and those who live through the tribulation the 144,000 people 12,000 from each tribe These are the people that will have the seal of the living God on their foreheads and God will reward them with white robes and they will be a part of the the people that are able to worship in front of the throne of God. While giving this prophecy, it's called the Book of Truth. Created everything, but I called you my own. 
That land I gave you put my name on it, my home. Yeah, that's my home. Israel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I made a promise, can't nobody take it. I chose to put you above all the nations. Out of your graves, I chose to awaken. We made a covenant, don't you forsake it. Come get protected while they going crazy. Israel, my firstborn, my baby. Israel, my firstborn, my baby. I woke you up in your land of captivity. I do not change, I want you to remember me. Laws and commandments, I gave you the remedy. Go read the testimonies for your memory. I sent them promise, but you wasn't hearing me. I come to you if you really come near to me. I heard your cry, now it's time to take it to me. I know what got you from all of your enemies. Who you know open the sea? Them waters were bitter, but I made it sweet. Case you ain't know how to swim. I'm, I'm your protector, so I made you walk on your feet. This a reminder you married to me. I just want you be all I called you to be. They called you niggas, but I made you priests. I'm about to give you back everything. I'm sending plagues for you. I'm sending boys drying up rivers. I leave them dead for you. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. You heard what I said for you. Tell Pharaoh, let my people go. You heard what I said for you. For you. You only have I known. Y'all the main ones I'm watching on my throne. Created everything, but I called you my own. That land I gave you put my name in my home. Yeah, that's my home. Israel. I'm the reason you in the captivity. We made a covenant, you ain't remember me. Sent your enemies Get out my lane Since you wasn't fearing me I'm, I'm, I'm the reason They put you in chains I'm the reason They switched up your name I'm the reason Why you in the hood I'm the reason Of all your pain I'm sending flows Fast daily Think I don't love you Y'all my babies Game my son Must be crazy Come out that system Come out of that lady They got that military It would not phase me It would not move me It would not graze me Remember Egypt I did all that For my people only ever I know. Y'all the main ones I'm watching on my throne. Created everything, but I called you my own. That land I gave you put my name in my home. Yeah, that's my home. You only ever I know. Y'all the main ones I'm watching on my throne. Created everything, but I called you my own. That land I gave you put my name on it, my home. Yeah, that's my home. He's real.